Revealing the person and ministry of Jesus through the teaching of God's word and the demonstration of power. The transforming word of God with Reverend Enoch Abisai. And now, today's word. Philippians chapter 3 and verse 10. Let's go. Philippians chapter 3 verse 10. That I may know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his sufferings being made conformable unto his death. Thank you, Spirit of God. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. You may please be seated. I welcome you all to the first day of this destiny conference. In this five days, we are just talking about Jesus. Everybody say Jesus. Everyone shout Jesus. Understanding is very important. In the kingdom of God. Very important. The way some of us mention Jesus. We don't have understanding. But I pray that God will give us understanding. I said I pray that God will give us understanding. One of the days, that is what I will look at. Maybe on Monday. Jesus. Yes. Now in Philippians chapter 3 verse 10. The Bible says that, that I might know him. Now, the heartbeat of every Christian must be to know about Jesus. Let me take it more deeper. The heartbeat of every Christian must be to know Jesus. It is not enough to know about Jesus. Your knowledge about Jesus should translate into your knowledge of knowing him. No. Because in the Greek rendering, there are different words for knowledge. One type talks about knowing about something. Somebody can know, have knowledge about cars, but can never repair a car. Somebody can tell you when you're coming reverse, come, come, stop. He can tell you. But if you put that person behind the steer, he will not be able to move. So we have knowledge that is general knowledge. 
elder, we have knowledge that is practical knowledge. When we talk about the fact that every Christian should know Jesus, what we are talking about is that every Christian should move from the point of just knowing about Jesus. Because most Christians know about Jesus, but we have not encountered Jesus. But I pray that you will encounter Jesus. I said, I pray that you will encounter Jesus. That I might know him and the power of his resurrection. To know and experience Christ brings the ultimate fulfillment in life. If you will be fulfilled in this life, your knowledge on Jesus brings that fulfillment in life. Now, look at what Paul said. He said that I might know him and the power of his resurrection. Paul didn't talk about the power that resurrected Jesus. No. You know, Romans says something, Romans chapter 8. I think verse 11 or something. He said that if the spirit of him that raised Christ from the dead dwelleth in you, if the spirit of him dwelleth that, that raised Christ from the dead dwells in you. Now, in other words, when Jesus was dead, when Jesus died, there was a certain power. You see, that took him from the dead and brought him to life. Now, listen to this. This power did not just bring him to life. It placed him in a realm where now life had never control over him again. It was not the same power that resurrected people when they died in the Old Testament. No. The power that brought Lazarus from the dead is not that same thing. No. Because when those people died and they were brought back to life, they died again. But we are talking about another dimension of power. When it brought Jesus from the grave, it empowered him to have control over the grave. And the Bible says that there is a revelation in this power. Not only that, there is a revelation in his resurrection. The fact that he resurrected. Not, not talking about the power that brought him. That is another level. another high level of power was displayed when he now rose up from the dead. And Paul is saying that that is one of the things Christians should desire to know. Because your expression and manifestation in life is dependent on the power made available in his resurrection. So I'm speaking about two levels here now. The power to brought him from the grave. And the power that was exerted when he resurrected. Number two, the power that was made manifest. Number three, the power that will be at work in anyone that believes in the resurrection. And once we understand this, our relationship with God takes a new turn. Because you realize that there is a certain level of power that is at work in the believer. 
And that is what Paul is talking about. And he also spoke about the fellowship of his suffering. The fact that we must, we must be able to understand what he went through. If you understand what Christ went through, you will have a revelation of what you must not go through. If you understand the pain he went through, you have a revelation of the pain you must not go through. Now, in this conference, we'll try to handle some of these few things. We are trusting God to give us understanding. Somebody shout, Amen. Amen. If at a point you become confused, don't worry. Follow. Finish. You get the sermon. Now, Isaiah chapter 7 verse 14 today, today I will take my time as a foundation therefore the Lord himself shall give you a sign behold a virgin shall conceive and bear a son and shall call his name Emmanuel, Emmanuel. This prophecy was given during the time of a king who was called King Ahaz. And you see, the question we are supposed to ask ourselves is that, was this prophecy about Jesus or it was about the time of Isaiah? The truth of the matter is, this prophecy was never fulfilled during the time of Isaiah. This prophecy came 700 years before Jesus was born. The only reason why we believe that it's a messianic prophecy is because afterwards he continued to say that a, a rush has stem out of the um, from the stem of Jesse and um, upon his kingdom there shall be no end so he now continues to talk more he shall be called the prince of peace everlasting father so that one makes us know that it was actually talking about the messiah jesus that we are talking about yes understand this. his birth was prophesied by isaiah and also prophesied by so many other prophets but Jesus was not just a normal human being. In Matthew chapter 1 verse 18 and 20 it says now and the birth of Jesus Christ was on this wise when as his mother Mary was espoused to Joseph before they even came together she was found with the child of the Holy Ghost a man has to sleep with a woman to give birth to a child but in the case of Jesus he was the seed of the Holy Spirit so Jesus was not a normal type of conception that took place. So even though Jesus was blood, flesh, his source of life 
was the Holy Spirit. Now I'm telling you this to help you understand where we are going tonight. The source of his life was not Mary. The source of his life was the Holy Ghost. The source of it now is the same way that the you see, that is why we are born again. So understand the comparison here. We are born again because now the source of our life is not our mother. The source of our life is from God. So, so don't sit down and say that Jesus was able to do all those things because of the Holy Ghost. No. He came to this earth to also take us through that same process. That even though we are born of our mothers, when we give our life to Christ, there is a change. When now we are also born of the Holy Ghost. Somebody say, I am born of the Holy Ghost. Say it, I am born of the Holy Ghost. So Jesus had a component of Mary that is flesh and blood and had a component of the Holy Spirit that is divine. When you become born again, there used to be a component of flesh and blood. But once you give your life to Jesus, now there's a component of the divine. This then brings us to a place where whatever Christ was able to live, however Christ lived, whatever Christ did, whatever Christ revealed it's also possible in the life of the believer because we are not also born of flesh and blood we are also born of the spirit that's what the bible said that being born again not of corruptible seed but of incorruptible seed listen by the what the word of god the word of god is talking about christ himself the life of christ but when Jesus came, now, yes, his name Jesus means Joshua. Which means Savior. So he came to deliver us and to save us. But the Bible said in the beginning was the word. Let me tell you this. Before Jesus was born by Mary, he already existed. It's the same way. Before we are born, we existed. So understand this. Before Jesus was born by Mary, that is that brings the difference between Christianity and other religions. Before Mary gave birth to Jesus, that was not the first time the spirit realm had encountered Christ. No. Jesus existed. John chapter 1 verse 1. Let's look at it. I have said this before, but I want to say it as a point of emphasis. In the beginning was the word. And we have already established throughout so many teachings that this word is talking about Jesus. In the beginning, in the beginning was the word. And the word was with God. And the word was God. That means that in the very beginning there was 
the word of God. That word was God. And that word was God. Bible said the same was in the beginning with God. Now, when you read verse 1, you might, you might not understand what he's talking about. But as you go on, then you begin to see that he's talking about a person. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by him. And without him was nothing made that was made. He said in him was life. And that life was the light of man. That word is talking about Jesus. In the beginning he existed he was the word of God he existed with God more so he was God now listen to this one he said nothing was made that was made without him in other words before there was Genesis chapter 1 verse 1 he existed Bible says that all things were made by him. Everything was made by Jesus. Listen to me carefully. Everything, including oxygen, was made by Jesus. If heaven was made, it was made by Jesus. In the beginning, God made heaven and earth. Heaven was made by Jesus. The earth was made by Jesus. The moon was made by Jesus. I normally ask people this question. We are not serving a God that, that can be contained in heaven. Before he created heaven, he existed. Before he created oxygen, he existed. Before he created the earth, he existed. The question is that before all those creations, where was he? See, if anybody is teaching you a God that can be traced, it's not the God we are preaching here. The Jesus and the God we are talking about. He has no beginning. Scientists have a law which says that everything has a cause. That is why the law of um, spontaneous creation is not true. They said that one, the earth was there and suddenly some, something happened and then boom, the earth came. If, the, if it happened like that, then it might have come from something else. I get what I'm saying. Before, before a car tie can explode, there must be the tie. So if you are saying that the egg just exploded, then there must be something there which exploded for the egg to appear. But the God we are talking about is a God without cause. He's a God without source. We call him the self-existing God. What, what it means is that he needs nothing to survive he has an ability within himself to supply himself life do you understand what I'm saying that is why he did not need heaven and earth to live to exist even life was given by him he had to take what it was in himself and give it out that from today life can come into being and so he, he life was in him he gave forth life listen when we have an understanding of who this Jesus is certain debates in life will end certain things in our life will come to an end Bible says in the beginning God made the heavens and the earth 
in the beginning. We have already read in John 1 4 that all things were made by Jesus. In other words, before he came to be born, Mary was created by him. Everything was created by Jesus. In the beginning, God. I've explained this here before. I'm only doing this because of some people that don't know. The foundation I need to build for this teaching. The Bible says, in the beginning, God created the heavens Osro. and the earth. You have already established that Jesus Christ existed with God. The word was in the beginning with God. So that means that before the beginning, God existed. And before the beginning, the word existed. Beginning of what? Beginning of time. In other words, the Jesus we are talking about is a Jesus that existed before time began. He existed before time began. Number two, he existed before space was created. Number three, he existed before matter was created. In the beginning, time, heaven, space, and matter. Time, space, and matter was all created by Christ. Jesus. He made them. He made them. Hebrews chapter 1, verse 2. Look at what Paul said about Jesus. The B part. Had indeed last spoken unto us by his son, whom he had appointed heir of all things, by whom also he made the wells. So the world was made by Jesus. Colossians chapter 1, verse 16. Colossians chapter 1, verse 16. For by him were all things created. For by him, he's talking about Jesus. When you read, so that you don't take it out of context. By him were all things created. Listen, it is by him, God, Jesus, that all things, everything that was created was created by him. Now look at some of the things in the Bible that are in heaven. So, things in heaven and heaven was created by him. Let me tell you this This Jesus we are talking about does not need heaven to survive. He does not need earth to survive. He, 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 he made them himself. Now, one thing that surprised me is that he made both the visible and invisible. Before there was anything called invincible, he made it. And so God might not be invincible. He made invincibility. He made visibility. So who is he? Is he visible or is he invincible? Invincible. When anything, spirits, he made spirits. There's a realm in God where he exceeds the realm of spirits. Demons cannot compare themselves with him because they are not in the same realm. Both visible and invisible, he made them. All things were created by him. And for him. 
What have we said so far? What we have said is that in the beginning, the word of God existed. This word was a person. So imagine a place where there, there is nothing, but there is a God who has no beginning. Because before the beginning began, he had already begun. Anytime, anywhere you will put the beginning, he existed before that beginning. Because he was the one that started the beginning. For you to start the beginning, you must be before the beginning. Somebody said, I, I started this church. You must have existed before this church started. And so we are talking about a being that it's not controlled by any factor. This is difficult for us to understand. Even at this point. Very difficult. But the God we are serving. is not just the God of the universe. It limits Do you know that at a point in time. There was nothing called nothing. There was no vacuum. There was no space. Space had to be created. Even nothing had to be created. He had to create a condition and put nothing on it. We are talking about a God that was there in the beginning. Yet humbled himself and came into the womb of a woman and was born and went through process. Why? Because of his love for man and to show the life that man was supposed to live and to show the reality of divine beings because he existed before the beginning he has control over matter. When when Jesus came he, he tried to demonstrate some of these things even though he, he did it in limited proportion to let you know that space has no control by him he ascended to heaven to let you know that he has control there time. was one day the disciples were in the boat they saw Jesus coming he stepped into the boat. By the time they realized, they were at the seashore. He had a certain level of control over time. Listen to me. The life Jesus lived was not the full expression of his divine ability. The full expression of his ability was given to believers. The full expression of his ability was given to believers. Let me tell you it again. The life that Christ lived was not the full manifestation of his divine ability. There were certain things that he did not do because of the assignment and the call that was upon him. There were things he could have done. He said, I can call legions of angels. He didn't do it. Satan said, turn this bread into wine. He could have done it, but he didn't do it. He said jump. He could have done it, but he didn't do it. There were things that he did not do, not because he could not do, but because of his assignment. If he had done that, he would have 
interfered with his assignment. And because of that, he did not do. Now, listen, people of God, listen to what I'm talking about. What I'm saying is that the Christ we are talking about and the Christ we preach is a Christ that is higher than time. It's a Christ that is higher than space and matter. Issues and circumstances don't control him. He has given that life to us. You will not understand it. What you say. But that life of Christ, that life of Christ is available to anyone that believed that he came. That is why we pray, God, open the eyes of my understanding. Listen, the day we grab this, I, I'm preaching to you, but I have not grabbed it fully. Because when I keep meditating about these things, I realize that there is there, there is no impossibility in that realm. If we say that realm of God, one, one person that moved there was Apostle Paul. The guy knew the realities, what, what the death and the power of his resurrection has done to him. To the point that when it was time for him to die, he said, I don't know whether should I die or I should live. This was a man that determined whether he would die or live. People like Paul, death was not a shock to them. The same way Jesus laid down his life. Apostle Paul said, I have run the race. I have finished my course. Now therefore is laid for me a crown of righteousness. He understood the power that was working in him. Once you get that thing, your your perspective about God changes. I'm not talking to pastors, I'm talking to Christians. If it is this Jesus we are following, if it is this Jesus we receive into our hearts, and it is his life that we have received, then there must be a manifestation of that life. There must be a manifestation of that life. This we preach. This Jesus we preach. This Jesus we talk about. A time will come after we have well absorbed these principles. We will live in the realm of impossibility. We live in a realm where nothing can hinder, nothing can stop us. No. No. How can Elijah in the Old Testament saying that I go? I'm going. I'm not dying. Angels are coming for me. The guy understood certain principles. He had a certain revelation about God. He said, I'm not, I'm not just good. Listen to me. There's a level of revelation we can get. That you will not die any normal day. That certain things. Listen, you see, the problem with us is that we lack understanding. That understanding that will come into you. Boom. And know that there is no sickness my God cannot heal. There is no revelation my God cannot give. I'm not preaching to you, I'm preaching to myself. There is nothing that God cannot do. If I step into that situation, that situation has to respond. Because I don't step in it with as Enoch, I step in it with a certain power in me. You know what the Bible says? It said God is able to do. What? 
Ephesians 3.20 God is able to do exceeding abundantly above that which you think or imagine how according to the power according to the power according to the power that is at work there is a certain power that is in us that came by the power of Jesus there's a certain power there's a certain power the world must see that power in us when we sing one song the whole world will hear because we have come to demonstrate the power of the Christ in our generation things will happen that are not encountered in this generation in our time God will use us may God give us this revelation in our time God will use us to do things people will say how can this thing be possible Jesus, yes, just a small fraction at the age of 12. They asked, What manner of man is this? That such mighty works. What manner of man is this? Today, I want you to know the Jesus you received, you took him something more than you can even imagine. You received something greater than you can even imagine. You received something more powerful than you can even imagine. This Jesus. Paul said that him we preach. Him we preach. Tonight I'm preaching Jesus to you. I'm preaching Jesus to you. Him we preach. So the reason why I went to talk about the fact that he existed before time. We have control over time. We can come to that point, Pastor Daniel. We can't say we are dynamic, we reveal the person of Jesus, and we cannot come to that point of power and revelation. Control over matter. Control over space. Control over sicknesses. Control over infirmities. Control over demons and principalities. Control. 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 This is the Jesus we preach. He had control. So when something happened, you saw the way he reacted. Oh, John chapter 6, these people are hungry. Let's send them away. He said, get something for them to eat. He said, this he asked them, he himself knowing what to do from today confusion is taken out of your life I said from today confusion is taken out of your life people will bring serious things around you and, and you will say oh this is simple it is not too known it is a certain life in you it is a certain reality in you it is not you are just not talking when you say it, it happens. 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 A certain reality. We believe it. Bible says that we therefore we believe, therefore we also speak. He said he himself knew what he would do. He says, I say anything, he took bread, pray, boom, bread multiply, fish multiply. We are not only talking about this Jesus. We are talking about this life he has given to us. He says the things I did, greater things than this shall you do. In my time, I was limited. 
I didn't want to manifest myself so much because it would have affected my assignment. But as I go, I give you the Holy Spirit. And you will begin to walk in a certain level of manifestation. This is not for some selected people. This is for everyone that will believe in the Lord Jesus. Jesus, the Son of God, I believe. You see, it should be it should be deep within your heart. It should be something in your heart that knows that he is Jesus. Whatever he did, I can do. Whatever life he lived, I can live. We have triumph over death. I also triumph over death. I also triumph over issues. Do you believe it? Lift up your hands. Sing it now. Jesus, the Son of God, I believe in you. I believe in you. Jesus, the Son of God, Now listen. What are the implications of Genesis chapter one verse one? They have control over matter. In Mark chapter eleven verse twelve to twenty-five, he spoke to the fig tree. The fig tree listened to him. Matthew chapter fourteen verse twenty-two to twenty-three. To thirty-three, he walked on water. In John chapter six verse nine, he multiplied bread and fish. Even when there was no fish, in John chapter twenty-one verse six to twelve, he called fish. Into he continued the process of creation, and he called those things that be not as though they were. What about his control over time? Matthew chapter 14 verse 22 to 23. He stepped into the boat. They were on the other side. What about his control over space? As chapter 1 verse 9 to 12. He ascended into heaven never to come back. This life of Christ. Reveals the life of the believer. This life of Christ reveals the life of the believer. All you need, the revelation you need is just one aspect of his manifestation. It's enough for you. Let me tell you, one aspect of Christ's manifestation I want to, I want to see it's a realm of impossibility we are preaching like this but one day suddenly you will see a manifestation we are talking like this but one day suddenly you begin to see the manifestation when they will bring people that everything about them is dead but once they come around our atmosphere certain revelation begins to manifest suddenly it, it 
These are the things that we are talking about. The realm of possibilities. The realm of possibilities. The realm of possibilities. The realm of possibilities. That place where nothing becomes impossible for the child of God. Because he is the healer. That is where I want to get to. I'm telling you my heart. I want to get to that point where no disease is so big. When not this, I, I see sicknesses and, and by my presence they should go. Because I saw it in the life of Jesus. This is the Jesus we are preaching. This is the Jesus we are talking about. This is the Jesus we are preaching. The God of possibilities. The God of possibilities. The God of possibilities. Yes. Yes. Control. Revelation. When certain men stand and say that coronavirus has no control over them, believe them. Believe them. The fact that you don't believe does not mean everybody is at the same level. There are people that have matured themselves in that realm of existing beyond infliction of the devil. No. No. No, it can happen to them, but not me. I am aware, I am conscious, I am conscious of he that lives in me. For he that liveth in me is greater, it is greater, it is greater than he that is in the world. It is greater than he that is in the world. He is greater than he that is in the world. No matter the witch, no matter the wizard, what I have inside me is bigger, is greater, is more, is more. It's more. It's more. Us. How? Can there be a plague? And this man says, "I know." People are dying. And he goes out. Wait. To go and pick the dead people, bury them. Like this coronavirus. He goes out, picks them, and he goes to bury them. Scientists were saying, ah, Why are you not being infected? He said, I have a certain knowledge. I have a certain knowledge. It cannot work in me. So the scientists isolated some of the organisms. They put it under on his hands. Once they put the life organisms in his hands, once they touched his hands, they started dying in his hands. They started dying in his hands. Is he a human being? Yes. What does he have? Revelation. Revelation. The life of God in me. The life of Christ 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 in me. So the Bible said that Christ in you, the hope of glory, the hope of glory, Christ in you, the hope of glory. From today, believe God for the impossible. Believe God for the impossible. Believe God for the impossible. I am, I am a replica of Christ. 
I am a replica of Christ. Wherever I step, there is solution. From today, when you step in a place, solution has come to the place. When you step in a place, light has come in the place. When you step in the place, darkness will live. Darkness will live. Darkness will live. Darkness will live. Another Christ has come. Christopher you, you know what the Bible says? It says that now let he that name it the name of Christ. The name of Christ is Christ. Anyone that comes. So in the spirit, you are no longer prince. There is another tag on you. Whatever response to Jesus will respond to us. Please listen. I'm praying to God, and this has been my prayer for the past four days. That we will not just come here and be excited, but come here and lay hold on just one thing, one thing that He lives in me and He manifests through me. He manifests through me. If you are here, no sickness will kill you. If you are here, no disease will kill you. What destroyed the people in your house can never have control over your life. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. The level of manifestation that the people in your family enjoyed. They have seen nothing yet. Another Christ has come. Another person with the realities of Christ has come. We bring an end to that mess in that family. We bring an end to that mess, that cycle, that evil cycle. We bring an end to it. The life of Christ. Lift up your hands. Begin to confess it. Thank you for listening to this message. We believe this world will produce results in your life as you give attention to it. For more messages, kindly follow Inokadise Ministries on Telegram and any podcast app for downloads. God bless you.